0: What's up, guys? Today we have Becca on the podcast. She is a long swing trader, and she has also done some intraday longs as well. She found MIC in the early days and has been to two boot camps, and she has also been very active in the MIC community. So stick around and listen up and enjoy. What's up, guys? Uh, today we have Rebecca. Rebecca is a long trader, and I'm also a long trader too, and. Uh, so we just decided to kind of do it like this as well. James is is not is not available right now for, for the past week. He's just been like working his ass off at those fucking barbershops. So um yeah, uh we're just gonna kind of uh kick it off, just talk about like longing, our journey, experience, nothing too crazy. So uh yeah, Rebecca, maybe you could talk about like how you kind of found MIC, your journey maybe before MIC, uh getting into longing and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I think it was, I want to say, 2019. Uh, I found it through, like, Twitter. Mm-hmm. I've been following Val and Alex. And I like how, how uh, I don't know, Alex represented himself on Twitter. Um, then shortly after, I went to the San Jose meetup, because I was still really new into trading. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I didn't. I didn't want to be like, okay, what am I getting myself into? Is it like, can you make a career out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Is it a long-term thing? So, I went to San Jose and uh, I met um, met a couple of people. People I still talked to. Um, honestly, it was like really underfunded. I just wanted to kind of, I don't know, just experiment and stuff. And then, Yeah, for sure. Uh, I also didn't have a an edge. I didn't have a grasp on position sizing, a grasp on but I also didn't have a lot of money to my name, so I was like, I'm not, you know, I didn't have much to lose. It was just like showing up every day, every day, and I was also working in the evening, so I was like, okay, I can strategize my time to show up to the market in the mornings, work in the evenings, and on the weekends, go everything I learned. Yeah, and I did that for like, tough. I did that for like three, three years, mm-hmm. um, and when I, mean, I started to see like. My decision-making was getting better. My uh, my entries and exits were getting better. But I still didn't have a really good grasp on risk-to-reward ratios and uh, my own expectancy in my equity curve. Like, it was just kind of like too random. I also had a to shit ton kind of uh, insecurities with like money and risk because I was yeah. so risk-averse. And also getting my own personal finances in order so mm-hmm. I didn't have to worry about certain things. And that took time. Um, but it was cool having this community because I could talk to Aloha and I know I ranted, uh, ranted with Aloha for sure about like, Hey, like what's, you know, and he had a lot of good advice and then I'd see your trades, and a lot of times like they'd actually link up or like I'd see what you were doing, um, what Aloha was doing and, um, believe you guys are the only long guys that i know in msc sure. yeah yeah there are a couple
0: other different uh, guys but like yeah, yeah. i think me and austin are like the main ones who like are are yeah. out there like talking to people like a
2: lot you know
1: yeah so i took notes on that um and uh, i got my my finances in order finally after like some time um and it's just been like observing, learning, forming my own strategies, yeah. um, and, and progress. It's kind of interesting to see, like, I remember when I met, uh, and Jose, I was trading like a hundred shares and like $10 was like what I was playing with, like, yeah. I you know, um, and now it's kind of different, which is pretty cool. My message and I was like, damn, I remember when, when we first met, like I was not, you know, but you learn and, and, uh, it's taking my time now. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Pretty comfortable. Pretty comfortable with what I'm doing.
2: Yeah. Um, of
1: course, I want to test myself, but I also have less uh, discipline issues. That's for sure. Um, I don't really have any. I just stick to my rules. It's just so much easier when you stick to your rules. Yeah. You know, you kind of uh, think about it like, like working out and food. Like if you don't bring the bad the bad food home. There's no reason to break a rule. Like it's just not gonna happen, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of the way I see rules yeah. in the
0: stock market. So like what kind of setups did you like start with in the beginning? Like what what did, what did you kind of start with like in the beginning and then like transitioning to kind of like uh like what you're kind of like starting with now, you know, like was it more like first bounce, like the dip and rip type style stuff, like day ones, or like was it something else?
1: Uh it was definitely the bounce. Yes. I started to uh, see progress there, but I didn't stick with that strategy because it kind of just ended up formulating my own in a weird way. Um, honestly, right now what I do is mostly uh, multi-day breakouts. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't actually participate on the day one momentum move.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll
1: wait a couple of days for that trade to develop. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll actually kind of swing them now, too, mm-hmm. which is much different from what I was doing before. But for with my own decision making, mm-hmm. it just works best. I just
0: mm-hmm. because I'm much
1: more passive. Um, Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I found my 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 edge. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just with those kind of like multi-day breakouts. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of like curious about how you kind of like approach some stuff like that. Like you don't have to give away anything or anything like that, but like. How do you kind of like approach those type of style trades?
1: Um, okay, so I just give an example of like what recently happened uh, not that long ago with a few runners like uh, DBGI is a good one, ENSC is another good one. You know, if you pull up those charts, they're kind of almost identical on uh, their momentum. I did not participate on both of those on the first day when move, but um, I mean, things are holding right now. So it's good to use that in your favor, right? It's definitely don't disregard them after the first day keep them on watch yeah and uh that's what I was doing and um on the third day is when I participated into the trade uh risking low a day and um you get probably 20 to 30 percent return on your money I'm much more comfortable with them because I've seen them happen over and over and over again mm-hmm. um so my execution is just I mean it, I understand the movement
2: yeah
1: so um yeah that's that's what i do and i get, i'm much more passive and really slow in my decision making mm-hmm. um so i'm not really taking too many trades throughout the day even, i might not even take a trade throughout the day i may be just managing something that i'm holding right. a couple of days before yeah
2: yeah
0: yeah yeah i find with those type of multi-days it's a lot different than like shorting the day ones or anything because they're so boring like you're you don't have as it much is. moving on the tape you yeah. have maybe like a You know like five to ten cents spread there's not a whole lot going on but from from my experience like i've been watching a couple of them as well and and like trading them as well um for me i like to trade them kind of like like something like dbgi i'd rather trade it like when we start to kind of like push up and get some like volume if that makes any sense like no for me i'm the most confident like not necessarily long yet support but like if it starts to grind back up and then we get that kind of volume on like the first day dbgi was an interesting one because like it kind of like had a pretty active pre-market so like i didn't really know what to think about that one but yeah there have been a couple like uh i don't know if you saw like euda was the one where it went from like 14 down i think to like all the way down to three And then it started to kind of grind back up and push back up and then we got that move from like four to six or something like that uh i don't know if you saw that one or not but like those are the ones that i'm kind of interested in where you know we have like a day one type of setup a day one kind of volume we move a little bit lower and then we start to kind of grind up higher maybe like have some volume in the pre-market or maybe we're kind of like grinding back up and then we get that like push off the open that's kind of my favorite type of setup
1: it's interesting because after a while, like just being in MIC, I notice how you trade. And I just, I'm like, I, I don't do things like that though. Like, it's mm-hmm. weird. Like, yeah. I, I know it works for you. And I notice also how like uh, Aloha trades because um, yeah. you're all long. so I'm like, I see it, but like, I could never execute it. Like the way it works for me, like I'm just, it's not my trade, you know? Yeah. Um, it's it's interesting. but yeah, yeah, I definitely notice your style of trading. And and again, we're both, we're longing, but it's just so different. Like we do yeah. have their like personalities in the market. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Where like, uh, Austin, he loves those strength buys on the day ones, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. He loves to buy. And I like the strength buys too, but like I, I prefer them on like a multi-day setup. Like we just talked about where like, um, you know, where we're kind of, we've established that low and now we're starting to grind higher and we might get some volume. And then when we get some volume, like in the morning at like nine 31, I'm like, okay, fuck, this is it. Like I'm attacking it. Like, let's go. Those are my kind of favorite strength buys.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Again, like, I, cause I'm so slow. like I literally have the trace planned a couple days before. Yeah. If I know I'm going to take them. Right. Yeah. Rather than, because it worked for me because I found myself that I just can't make those quick, like bow I see him like in and out and just nailing it and I'm just like dude, my brain would fry like yeah. literally of all those decisions I'd have yeah. so much decision fatigue so knowing that about myself I just don't do that and also my you know you can see it in your statistics like definitely what you're good at and what you're not good at and so I'll just double down yeah. on where I'm good <laughs> yeah
0: because for me like I find like 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 before like I've kind of like eliminated it now but like On those ones with, like, a really slow tape where, like, it's in the afternoon, that's where my kind of win rate decreases because I'm like, fuck, this is going to be the move. This is going to be the move. So, like, I kind of need to... And maybe that's just the difference between, like, a guy and, like, a girl. You know, the girls are, like, a lot more patient. Like, they're able to, like, chill and, like, you know, the grinders or whatever. But me, it's more like I have to, like, put myself in a position pre-market where, like, I, I know where i'm going to like be like i know where like my edge lies if that makes any sense like i know the stocks yeah. that have that potential whereas if i'm in the afternoon and i have all the stocks that like didn't run or didn't do anything and they're on my screen i'm like hmm maybe they just took out some longs and they're gonna like reclaim vwap and then we're gonna get this good afternoon long and i'll like come up with this story in my head that like just doesn't work and so that's why I just take those off my screen completely because, like, we get a pop and then we start to fade. And I'm like, fuck, you know, this is the one. This is going to be the afternoon long that just squeezes out everyone. And it's like, no, no, you got to take those off your screen. You got to eliminate those, you know, at least for me.
1: That's interesting. Uh, yeah, definitely following the ones, like, that are in play. But right. just very, very different for me because, like, I mean, just the other day, like, I think I took a trade on uh, – Beat. B-E-A-T. Yeah. Uh, nobody nobody was looking at that one. It's like a really slow mover. I went for a couple of days and I'm out. you know. And, but those trades take, like, again, some time for me to think, chill, like, you know, develop the idea. Um, definitely not just, like, jumping into it. It's weird because I've expanded um, my time horizon when I started. Mm-hmm. I was really, like, you know, quick with my decision-making. Now it's, like, much longer Mm -hmm. but i think over time like you like definitely figure out Okay, again what what you're like again because i'm so much more positive of like my time frames are just i mean i can hold things for maybe a day two days three days if the idea is still playing out yeah and depending on you know what day did i enter Uh, whereas before i remember when i started it's so weird like your journey of trading like when you have no um what's it called uh you can't even work him for like a minute yeah it's yeah. no experience nothing now things are like i'm like oh that's not me anymore <laughs> yeah you know you kind of like you kind of evolve like over time yeah. yeah
0: yeah and i think like as far as like i'm not necessarily like very good at those type of setups and that's why i need that like volume that confirmation like i almost need to be like an aloha on those type of setups you know yeah whereas like uh you know, first bounce I'm like eagerly waiting for support, like waiting for that kind of uh, support. Not that there have been a lot of great first bounces anymore because like for me now I find in this market, like you're either in before the pump, like on your kind of strategy, you know, you're always going to be in before there's a move that happens, you know? And I find that you're either in before the pump or you're going to get dumped on, you know? Like, could you imagine chasing your setups Mm -hmm. at the highs? You know, that'd be crazy, right?
1: yeah no but you know you definitely have to go through all those mistakes and i'm really glad i made them with like you know ten dollars fifteen dollars you know uh a lot of trial and error and again i'm really thankful for the community because of the community because trading can get like frustrating stressful lonely but when you have so many people to talk to it just makes it like you know much easier you know because people get it you know people get you and um i've definitely made a lot of friends at mic that
2: yeah. yeah. i
1: probably would have never made like in my little hometown to be honest like yeah. probably would have never happened so and yeah. it's cool to you know talk to people that have a sim- uh similar interests and stuff like that because mm. uh, after a while i'm like okay like i got like you know at work you have your colleagues but in trading you have your your partners your tabs and you know, people to talk to you you know
0: yeah yeah. Do you still talk to, uh, Brittany Rose at all?
1: Oh, you know, like I talked to her We the, the DM and I see she's traveling and stuff, yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. But, um, yeah, not that frequent, but she's killing it with the traveling. It's awesome. Yeah. No, I, I was it's pretty cool.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I was just Yeah, I remember. Say, yeah. You guys saw me out at the meetup or something like that. Or-
1: yeah we went to we had a i remember in philly it was um flash uh and Brittany. we all shared a room and that was fun, oh, fun. Uh, like things like that like i probably would have never done if i you know didn't yeah. have a community or something like that yeah um and even like taking time to like take a month off or like you know be here for like a month is pretty yeah. cool in LA you know yeah um but that took time. I got just a lot of hours of watching the market, like consumed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. What did you, uh, Yeah. you were trading day ones, like what would your advice be to anyone trading like day ones? Like, because you used to, you used to do pretty well on the day ones where they would kind of come up, they would base, and then they would kind of pull up in the afternoon. I don't know if you remember those types of trades that you would do or not.
1: I do. I do. Tape and volume. Tape yeah. and volume. Like, I feel like you have to really have a good grasp on... Uh, with my swings, I don't look at tape at all. But if I'm going to take a day trade, an intraday trade, based off a multi-day level, uh, definitely you want to see the volume come in,
2: yeah. at
1: least after you, you get into it. And then uh, you should have a good understanding of yeah. tape. And I learned my tape reading skills from, like, bow And it's kind of simple because you see the velocity of Mm-hmm. The, you know the orders going through. Um, that's and also not be too stubborn. If you're yeah. wrong, you're wrong because you see these day ones. You can also take shit. So um, <laughs> and you definitely don't want to like be old in those. Uh, but yeah, that's what I would advise but, somebody. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I find that uh, you know those those types of uh, those types of tickers like it's very important to have your risk in check for sure. But it's also very important to kind of let the excitement fizzle out and then say yeah you know okay like is this actually holding up you know like a big part of it for me was saying to myself like okay like because like a lot of the time like we talk about this like often in mic is that we need we need like short sellers to still be confident and we need longs to be like either not confident at all or we need all of them to be stopped out because like it's better to have shorts just fighting a ticker and longs chasing a ticker than to have a bunch of longs who are in still at bad averages like selling on every pop or just, you know, screwing everything up and like all the shorts like, like not very confident and like eager to cover so um yeah, for me, I really like those types of figures where we've kind of like fizzled all the longs out, stopped all the longs out, and now that we're kind of bouncing back on that recovery. Um, you know, when we have just shorts fighting that grind and then every long who was stopped out chasing now, they're like, shit, I shouldn't have sold, you know, I gotta buy back. Like I love those types of situations.
1: That's like uh Ahmed, right? Armed yeah. was a good example of that. Yeah. You don't see them happening all the time. But it's a good, like when you get the volume and the tape to line up and it doesn't break the lower days, yeah, that's a good trade. But yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. and even Armed as like a multi day, like yesterday, yeah. we had that kind of like consolidation, we broke below it, we reclaimed that consolidation again, we got above four red to green. There were a lot of good things in that setup today, and um. I don't know what the, I was just paying attention to the live trading and then the market opened and I was like, oh fuck. I only really had like the day ones on my screen. I had a couple other multi-days, but like, you know, I was just kind of like looking around and then I was like, shit. Everyone was like, Ahmed's going. I'm like, goddamn, I missed that.
2: Fuck.
1: I missed that. But you know what? I'm so chill with missing. Like if I miss, I totally accept it. I will wait instead of you know, trying to find a reason or form a reason. I mean, that you're not trading on edge at that point. You know, you're just trading on your human uh, emotions, which I'm totally okay with missing things. Um, I find it much better when I'm, and then I, I think you're forming best practices when you like plan for your stuff and you wait for yeah. your stuff to develop. And, um, you know, rather than just like, oh, wow, I missed uh, missed it. Let me just get, it. that's not, yeah. that's not going to work <laughs> at all. No.
2: No, I completely I, agree. I was
1: I just you. like,
0: I, I feel like when you miss as a long trader, it's it's a different feeling than when you miss as a short.
1: It's true. I'll admit that's true. But I'm totally okay with it. I think over time you develop maturity with your trading, yeah. which is important. And so, you
0: know. I'm still just like if, at the screen.
1: If I don't oh really. Well, so I'll, I'll be, I'll be pissed it.
0: though. Like Armed, I felt like I should have got, you know.
1: That's interesting. I'm just much more accepting of, like, anything. Even with losses, accepting of it. Mm -hmm. It's just so much easier to just be accepting with the outcomes, because then that way you avoid, you know, fighting things, or, like, being like, oh, my God, why is (laughs) day looking like this so far? It's just, I accept it. Like, you know, if I miss it, I miss it. It will always be tomorrow.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And reality is, reality is, Harry, you only need, like, solid few good trades a month to make your month a solid few good trades a week to make your week you know i definitely you know and it's just much better if i'm just much more prepared whatever and yeah. there will always be another one i mean that's what i keep telling myself <laughs> it hurts i mean it hurts but whatever <laughs> yeah
0: no i know no well that's probably a difference between like guys and girls because for me like um like i still feel it like if i miss something i'm yeah. like oh fuck like, I don't think that's ever going to go away for me just because I'm just like, should have been looking at that one, you know, like, but like on the, on the day ones or stuff like that, like when I hit, like I hit net, like definitely big. And even on some multi-days when I hit, I do hit big, but it's just, if, you know, I feel like when you're longing, like it's different than short because of just the fact that like, when we do get one runner, like that's probably the runner for the day you know like that's probably going to be the only one like there's only one or two in a day whereas for chores it's like oh this one popped the view app oh we can get a quick scope on this or oh this one popped here we can get a quick scope on that it's not really like COVID anymore where we get like three four five in a day now it's a situation where like we get that one runner off the open like today it was arm edge you know and that's it that's the only one we're getting so it's like, that's true. for me, that's- I see it and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Like that's going to be the one for the, you know, your day is over. Like before it started, you, you know?
1: It. Yeah. That's actually really true because I feel like as a long, I me, mean, cause I'm more big picture. You definitely have to be much like very picky
2: Yeah.
1: and stock selection is key. And if you miss your trade, I mean, you miss it. Like that's, you know, it is yeah. what it is, but you're right. There's not like with shorts, I feel like, there's plenty of trades to make, you know, yeah. but with longs, maybe yeah. you get that one, maybe you get, you know, maybe yeah. there's two, maybe best case. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Yeah, And that's why I like, I'll plan on the day ones. I'll plan on the multi days. I'll have a look at the day twos. I'll have a really a plan on everything. And I'll just kind of look around and see where the volume is and what's kind of going on because um, it, it the money can really flow anywhere. When you're when yeah. you're uh, when you're longing, you know, like right now, I'll take a look at multi days. I'll t- take a look. Okay, what's on Alex's watch list? Okay, like what's doing some decent volume? I'll take a look at the tickers. I'll take a look at the tape. I'll see what's doing some good volume, and then I'll attack off that kind of in this situation and in this kind of market, because you know, well, you'll think, oh, the multi days didn't run. Oh, the day ones didn't run. Oh, the day is definitely over, and we didn't get a runner, and then a day two is gonna fucking trap, right? So it's like you really need to pay attention and you really need to be sneaky and try and differentiate, you know, between is this a good long setup or is it kind of like a fake out or is this kind of like a sneaky trap that we're going to go to the highs? And I think that's really longing in a nutshell, kind of definitely in this market.
1: Well, do you remember, I think it's KTRA that popped up last week? Mm -hmm. That one was a really good one. And I missed that one. And I did get to like, are you serious? Yeah. yeah. That was a huge move. Even it completed for a couple of days too. So it would have been really good for a swing if you held it overnight. I was like, dang, like, but again, you know, the yeah. market doesn't care.
2: <laughs>
0: no, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, it's interesting to kind of hear from someone who swings as well. Um, do you you'd never swing on a day one, would you?
1: No, because I don't know. Like you don't have enough information at that point to make a decision. But you get and like you get the idea. Day two, how it performs. Day two, yeah, right. And then, uh, so yeah, not. I don't. If it's if I'm longing something day one, I'm definitely not. I'm closing it out by the end of the day, you know, because it's just too. It's just too risky for me to do that.
0: Exactly. Um. Uh. And I just had another question. Um. I'm not reading off anything or anything like that, but I'm just kind of, like, thinking. um, Do you ever use kind of, like, the weekly chart as well to incorporate some of your daily breakouts?
1: Weekly, monthly. Uh, The only indicator I use is a VWAP intraday, and then I use moving averages for uh, uh, daily. But I'm much more honestly at this point. If it doesn't, like, if it doesn't fit my criteria for the daily, I actually don't even bother opening up intraday. I just don't, uh, because my win rate is significantly much better if I'm on the, the, the daily momentum side of demand, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, yeah. I just I, I just don't bother. I think things change over time with your own process and, like, systems about, you know, how you find your setups and where you're good at things. And I just realized, like, oh, if I doesn't conform with the daily, I'm not even – and you get those movers that are, like, new IPOs or, like um, – You know very like thin crazy trading stocks and at this point i'm just like okay it's not my trade it's just what it is i don't care (laughs) yeah
0: yeah exactly um do you is it how big of a factor for you as far as like the swings would be uh like history of it being like a previous runner like is that huge for you or like doesn't really matter that much
1: it's important because i want to see volume coming in before and there's like a lot of examples where you have a day one and then people lose sight of it and then a couple of weeks later it goes on and takes out the highs yeah. like i mean there's a couple of examples in my head people want to pull them up if they see this but like nerve is a good one
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh or they you know just puts in the high volume day one and then just everybody forgets about it but it, yeah. it holds yeah. and those are the ones that interest me because i'm like there's got to be some and then if you see if you go on their filing yeah. if you see the insiders are buying or board of directors are buying or there's a passive state going on that gets me interested for sure
0: yeah um yeah no that's that's very interesting did you see tops from last week
1: i did i did see tops but again i i missed that one and i also missed the the, the swing on it mm-hmm. and i was like well i missed it thankfully i did not like thankfully i respected my rules because we saw what happened after yeah. so yeah with these swings also if i don't get the entry yeah. and it's now extended into the move yeah. i am not taking that for the reasons of that something like that happening you know yeah. um and it's just it is it's just much easier for me to just stick to my rules so like I'll have, i have rules for i call them do nothing yeah. <laughs> or kill it <laughs> kill yeah. rules and do nothing rules it just makes it easy in my head
0: <laughs> yeah because tops was one that i was kind of like watching that yeah. morning just for, like, multi-day if anything was going to happen or anything like that. And then, uh, you know, just kind of tanked. I was like, oh, well, like, this is not going to do anything today. And then yeah. all of a sudden, everyone was just spamming the chat.
2: Tops, tops, tops. Oh, my God, tops.
0: I was thinking to myself, oh, fuck. Like, you gotta be kidding me.
1: There's a few last week. Okay, There's a few last week that I missed but I still had a good week. So I'm like, I know I'm not going to execute to perfection and I'm not going to nail every single ticker that moves. Yeah. But I'm like, if I could just be the most improved player, I'm okay with that.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Which is a good mindset to have, I think, you know, if, as long as you're moving forward, I think that that's like good. And like, we see that we're in kind of a market now where like the day ones aren't that good. If we have a day one hot chick that's up in the pre-market, the odds of that running is like not really that great. And so then we move over and we're like, okay, well, I don't want to be longing into Tom's low-hanging fruit. And then we look at day three and we're like, okay, maybe day three can give a move. Like we saw XBEV that had a pretty good move uh, on day three, um, you know, which is like very rare, I'd say. Like the day three moves are like, they come and go, but like something like XBEV, like you rarely see something like XBEV move that crazy on day three. But you know, and then it comes down to the multi-days. And to me, it's just like, okay, just trying to find like, okay, where's the money going to flow in the morning? Uh, Is it going to be, uh which a lot of the money flow has been multi-day, you know? It hasn't yeah. been, it hasn't been day one. It has not been, um you know, or day two or whatever or anything like that. It's really been, um, you know, into these multi-day tickers. So it's really important for me at least to always kind of like, have them on watch or pay attention to something that's kind of came up and then, you know, had that move back down. It's really important for me.
1: My, my watch list right now has like probably like 30 tickers and I'll like take them off if they're not performing or anything. I don't see anything. I'll I'll like revisit that list, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's important (laughs) for me to keep track of, of the ones that have those because they, you know, something could, they could pop up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah um so i guess like as like as we start to kind of like wrap it up um what are kind of like your plans for the future or like you know are you just going to try and keep swinging as long as you can or um try and work on any new strategies or anything like that
1: honestly i just want to keep building on what i have right now but number one goal is like it it took me so long to just get to profitability yeah um One, because like I had to deal with my own internal issues with how I managed risk or how I saw risk, um, in the first place and uh, getting comfortable with the idea of losing money, being completely detached from that, um, that right now I just want to get better at what I'm already doing and what's working for me and knowing myself and how I make my decisions and kind of just staying in my lane. I'm totally cool with just staying in my lane. Um, Obviously, I think, like, every trader does that at the end of the month. They'll go over see, like, what they, you know, just go over their stats, and just uh, reviewing that. Um, for, I don't know, how old are you? How old are you, Harry?
2: I'm 23
0: now.
1: I'm t- okay, so I'm 26. I started trading when I was 22, and I have to give a big shout out to MIC because I, when I started, it was, like, kind of like a discovery thing of, like, this is something I really want to pursue like seriously, not just like half, like half athlete. Like, is it something that I want to really pursue? And over time, it just ended up being like something that I just kept coming. Like I don't know, had a lot of interest in just like, a lot, like, like I think we all like a lot of people do like passion or whatever. Um, and so like, that was like a journey in itself. I'm like, okay, I want to make this a career. I don't, you know, I, I want to be a trader that's trading for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. So, I mean, I'm where I'm at right now, but I mean, I have plans to grow and, and um, continue to improve myself and my execution and all that. Um, but I, yeah, I definitely see this as a yeah as a long, long-term career. I'm not just, okay, I'm done. <laughs> <You know>? yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I was asking you how he how you works. I, I didn't know. Yeah. No, I've been
0: training for a long time and I'm like, I'm to me, like, I'm still pretty young. Like, I always still think that I'm like, you know, like 19 or 20, you know, but then, you know, you've just been trading for so long that, you know, sometimes people say to me, like, oh, well, you're only still like 20 or whatever. I'm like, shit, I'm 23 now. You know, it's crazy that, you know, I've just been training for since I was like before university, you know, like, I remember, crazy. I remember finding like, MIC, like, when, you know, I was like, just going off to college, you know, like, which
1: is like crazy to me. So that's crazy. I so when I was like 18, 19, I had literally no interest in the stock market. I remember I would see people pull up like their portfolios on their phone on the on the app, and I was like, this just makes no sense to me. And I'm yeah. like, i I'm like, I, I just didn't like, get it. I had no idea that years later I'd be so into. <laughs> it. so yeah. into, it's, it's weird how that works. I'm like, did not think that that's what I would want to pursue, but.
0: <laughs> and that sometimes it is how it is when i was yeah. really young i always wanted to be in like yeah. the stock market like you know i think a lot of people um a lot of guys like always have that interest in like the money the you know the this the that and just like being able to travel is like super nice so um that was something that i've always I,
1: I like the autonomy and the freedom yeah. Definitely that was one thing that like got me interested in is like just having the autonomy and just like having your time. Obviously, like you know, you have to be your own coach, you know. Or yeah. you, you know, you have to be your own like risk manager and all that stuff, but I definitely like the autonomy for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you, Rebecca, for uh for coming yeah, on. Yeah, thanks for having me on it. and uh yeah, we'll uh we'll see everyone for the next one. Thanks everyone.